Welcome to the My Mickey Podcast, where we explore the magic and wonder of Disney together. And now, on with the show. Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of the My Mickey Podcast, where we explore the magic of the Disney parks. With me, as always, is Renee and Bridget and myself, Nicole. Today, we are discussing those enchanting extras, the out-of-the-ordinary experiences that families can book that help to make your Disney vacation even more unforgettable. From behind-the-scenes tours to exclusive adventures, there are no shortages of enchanting extras and that extra pixie dust to add to your vacation. So come along with us as we delve into the world of those enchanting extras and discover how you can take your visit from ordinary to enchanting. I'm excited about this. There's so many things to talk about. One of the things that I love about the Enchanting Extras is for anybody who is a repeat guest, this is what makes your experiences different. Mm. Um, You know, I don't think you need to overload one single trip with a million extras, but if you plan on visiting more than once or want to know how you can change your trip up, these are, for me, my favorite way to do that. Yeah. And even for a first visit, there's some things that I think families look forward to that is an enchanting extra, kind of like Bippity Boppity Boutique. That is one that I know a lot of families are very interested in booking for that first time visit. Watching your, we've done it numerous times, but watching your child be transformed into a princess, and they do also have night packages, but watching them being transformed into a princess, uh, that's definitely things that I will never forget. It is one of my favorite things to gift. So if I have like a niece or a family friend that's going for the very first time, that's like the one thing that I'm like, auntie, you know, fairy godmother gets to, uh make sure that you do bibbity boppity and that's always You're my favorite yes ever. And, you know what i love about it is again this grows with with the kiddos so if you have a prince yeah. a princess or a knight that wants to get a makeover i mean they start from like the size 2t up to my daughter's 10 and pretty tall so she's like a size 10 12 and they still have the dresses that fit her and honestly if she doesn't feel like being mm-hmm. a princess this girl loves to be pampered. So knowing that she's just getting her hair and makeup and nails done sometimes is just enough for her. Yeah. Yeah. Cora's done it where you just get the sash when she got a little bit older, which is nice. You've got the bippity boppity sash. You get your hair and makeup done. I did notice that the package that she chose when she was three doing it the first time is very different than what she would do now um, as an 11 year old. I think the last time she did it, she was around nine but the, the nine-year-old one, she had the uh, colorful hair clips that they put in it. And so instead of the bun with the crown on top, nope, no. Now we're going colorful hair. So it can definitely fit all ages. It to- well, up to 12. It totally reminds <laughs> me of like a Disney Channel show. Like the, I'm dating oh, yeah. myself, but like Hannah Montana. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. the, the, the secret pop yeah. star look. <laughs> yeah. I remember the first time my daughter got the makeover and I knew it was going to be magical, but what I wasn't expecting, if you listen to the conversations that those fairy godmothers in training have with the kiddos, just, and I, you know, I don't want to give away too much, but you know, when they're putting gel in the hair and they tell you it's, you know, from the jellyfish that Ariel gathered for you in the morning, like everything is so clever and just ties in so nicely. They're, they're really, they, they don't leave anything out of this experience. Yeah. It's like a storytelling, like 
makeover, you know, where we as adults are like, yes, we'd like a massage and a facial, but please don't talk to us. Like they totally like guide the kids through it, which I think is, makes it so special. And I love that they have so many different inclusive princesses and knights and, Mm -hmm. you know, like you said, different things for different ages, but they have different options of, of characters. So maybe if somebody wants to be Merida from Brave, you know, there's something for that. Or if they want to be the full Cinderella with the tiara and the whole nine. Um, what always gets me is the photos. They like, I don't oh, know if yeah. they still oh, do, they do. They used to do like a photo with, with a globe. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, what is this? They, they definitely still do the <laughs> but, photo shoot afterwards if, over at Sir Mickey's if you want to do that. Yeah. yeah so yeah. that always cracks me up, but I, I think it's such a cute experience. It's totally random, but we actually never did it with my daughter. That's why I've always gifted oh, really? it because she either was like too young and then she got too cool. And now yeah. she's 23 and she's like, I want to go be made into a princess. <laughs> and for a while, they, I don't know if it's back yet. Um, for a while, they were doing them at the Grand Floridian too. They did yeah, for adults. Not back. You know, no, we need all not these back. things back. Like you can get Bippity Boppity at Walt Disney World. You can also have it at Disneyland. And even I'll plug Disney Cruise Line because we have gotten it there as well. So um, those are three opportunities that you have to, to get Bippity no, Boppity Boutique. Now, Nicole, your kids just did it on Disney Cruise, My right? My kids do the boutique no matter where we are or when we go or how yeah. often. There's no, you know, it, yes. So we just did it. Um I will say what I love about the cruise line, I made my son do it. I made my son do the boutique when it finally reopened after COVID at Disney World. And so we had him do the night makeover and I looked at his fairy godmother and she's just shaking her head at me and she's like, he refuses to get like the Mickey glitter in his hair. So I was like, fine. But then that Uh kid walks out to pull the sword out of the stone and wouldn't you know, the sword comes out while he's dressed up like a knight and now he's loving life. Oh, so now we're on the cruise and I was like, well, do you want to do it again? But what he loved about it was he got to be Captain Mickey. And so, so they do, that's exclusive to the Disney cruise line. So he loved getting the makeover, dressing up as Captain Mickey, because as soon as we walked into the restaurant, everybody was saluting the captain. So like, if you think it's just an experience for the girls, it is not, um, you know, even my biggest naysayer immediately changes his mind after, you know, everyone's fawning all over him. So, yeah. I love that. And if you stop in, they will pixie dust you too. So even if you're a grown up and you're watching, you can still get a little yes. pixie dust. But, but we should <laughs> mention it is for kiddos age three to 12 and they are adamant about that three. So don't, you know, none of this, my kid's yeah. turning three next week. So like you don't, you don't want any tears walking mm-hmm. into the boutique. And this is an experience yeah. that you can book 60 days prior to arrival and it does book up fast. So if it's something that you absolutely want to experience, try to have some flexibility with your Magic Kingdom day. In case you can't get it on the first day, maybe you go later mm-hmm. in the week when you can get that appointment. And I love pairing it with Cinderella's Royal Table. Doing the boutique and then dining with the princesses is fabulous. If you're looking to go all princess out, that's what I like doing. Mm-hmm. A large uh, chunk of the experiences that we're going to talk about today, they are booked at 60 days. Um, So we might start at Bippity Boppity Boutique when they're super little, and you might have an 11-year-old like I do that's Star Wars obsessed. 
And right now her favorite things are Joy Depot and Savi's Workshop. Um, Savi's Workshop is the one that we did most recently. That is the lightsaber experience. And she absolutely loved it. We've booked Joy Depot. We're going next week. So she hasn't done that in years. And so we're going to do that one again. But Savi's was amazing. My husband actually did that with her. You can take one person in with you. And it is just so cool. They get to pick out all of the all of the parts of their uh, lightsaber. You get to pick the uh, kyber crystal color that's going to go inside the She Ooh. picked red this time, guys. Oh. I know. I know. She has a couple of other... She has Ahsoka Tano um, legacy sabers. Ahsoka is her favorite Star Wars character. Um, but she was looking for something a little different. And so Savi's absolutely is great. I, I think one one tip I will give, those are huge. Yeah. So yes. while you might plan bippity-boppity at the beginning of the day, Savi's maybe wait until later in the day <laughs> because you're going to be carrying this around. We did. When we did Savi's. And what was close to the park closing. And it was it was fine because we were staying at an Epcot area resort. So yeah. we knew we could walk back. We weren't in a rush mm-hmm. to try and get any of the transportation. But being in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at night, and taking pictures in front of the Falcon yeah. with the saber lit up. That's a great yeah. photo op. So cool. This was like by far the one experience that I have truly seen like my son just light up. And we did it mm. at night. So I always tell families, I'm like, for sure, like do that photo shoot during Fantasmic yeah. when everybody is away from that section of the park for the most part. But he literally lit up. I think he was the youngest person in the room and it was all guys at the time. And talk about Disney storytelling. Like, again, we don't want to give anything away. We want you to experience the whole thing because it is definitely, you know, something that is, you can do over and over again, but the first time you do it, I mean, there were guys tearing up in there and (laughs) we... He went with his uncle and him and his uncle each built one. And so my sister-in-law, she videoed the whole thing while I took pictures because I'm like, okay, we have to tag team this. And it was just, I mean, it was hilarious. But he, that thing is still like in his room. You can even buy little mounts for him to turn him into nightlights when you're at home, which is cool. He found somewhere on Amazon. But Mm. like next to the old, uh, you know, fighting Vader when he was super little, which was one of my favorite memories ever of him doing this. This was yes. the second and by far. No lie. I miss that. I miss the oh, Jedi that training. Was so great. For sure. Oh, that does yeah. make me sad when I think about it. I know. Yeah. I do miss it. I love Sobby's though. Definitely. Awesome. Um, oh, have, have any of you guys done droid depot? Yes. So we have done it. Um, twice. So we have both the R series and the B series. So what I like about this, if you're looking to take home a little piece of Star Wars magic and you don't mm-hmm. want to spend the money that the, you know, I will say, so we also have the sabers and I get very nervous when the kids play with the sabers. Cause I'm like, <laughs> don't break them. They're very, yes, where's, so the, expensive. where's the droids. I'm okay. If they're rough housing a bit. Yeah. Um, but what I love about the droid depot, just like Savi's, it is very hands-on. And so mm-hmm. when you see that conveyor belt go through with all of the pieces for the droids, it's really 
neat because you're customizing each and every piece of the droid. So yeah. you do have your choice between the B series and the R series. So if you want it to mm -hmm. look like BB-8, you go with the B series. If you want it to look at R2-D2, you have the R series. I, I also added another one. <gasps> oh, uh, I don't know if any of you watch um, clone, clone Wars, yeah. but they have the chopper chopper. Oh. Um, and so they have chopper as well. So there's three options. We just, yeah, we just figured that out. Oh, that's so what you're I bringing home next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think she really likes the B, the BB unit. We have the R2 uh, one, but I think we're going to go BB this time. Here's my warning. And I was just going to say this. The head falls off of the B series. Oh, no. <laughs> so if you're looking for something, if your kids are like mine and they're yeah. not great at steering the droid with the remote control, because they're all mm -hmm. remote control. Yeah. The B series, the head wobbles. And like, if you hit a wall or hit something, the head falls off. Whereas I feel the R series is a lot yeah. more durable. Oh yeah. Yeah. Our R series has been through a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's fun. Oh, I was just going to say, if you, same as the sabers, I like doing them toward the end of the day. And also yeah. keep in mind, if you don't shut that droid off, it interacts with the other droids around Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. So if you're carrying the box around... The, yeah. And the droid comes near one, it's going to start interacting in the box. Mm -hmm. So just fair warning. I'm not sure if you guys have, if you follow, well, I know we all follow a ton of Disney news, but I follow like weird popcorn bucket news. Have you seen the new popcorn bucket? This is no. totally, it's not off subject, but it is the droid. <gasps> it looks like a droid from Droid Depot. And it is a popcorn bucket that arrived um, recently at Hollywood Studios. So we'll be adding that one too. I was going to say, you guys have quite the collection. I, You need to you like photograph collection. it at some point. Yeah, we've got some good ones. Uh, we, we actually got another one, not Disney, well, sort of Disney related. We saw the new Indiana Jones movie and we got the Indiana Jones popcorn bucket uh, while we were there. So uh, adding to our, our collection. You're going to have a theater before you know it. I am. I'm excited. <laughs> I love these Star Wars experiences again, booked at that 60 day mark. And yeah, I think it's definitely something to consider if you've got a Star Wars fan. It's definitely a must do. Now, a lot of these are going to be for ages three and up, but there is one experience. And this one, every time I see it, it makes me tear up when I see somebody post it is the Harmony Barbershop. And yeah. you can go in at any age and get um, your haircut. But one thing that they do that is so super special is they will actually do your baby's first haircut there. So it's it's actually one of the most reasonable experiences probably mm -hmm. that we're going to talk about today as far as cost-wise. But it is the most precious thing. They do a certificate and you can get these amazing... A lock of hair. Yes. I mean, you can get... Mm -hmm these amazing photographs and they're so wonderful with little itty bitties. Mm -hmm. So if you do have somebody under three, it's a great thing to be able to do and they make them feel so special and they do it throughout the day. And th the staff there mm -hmm. is absolutely incredible. Like, just like we talked about Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, how they make them feel so special and everything else exact same. And it's, it just feels like old, old Disney in there. Like yeah. it's got such a nostalgia feeling to that whole building. And it's, it's one of my favorite memories, but it's mm -hmm. one that I think is, is so precious. And I just love seeing it every time. 
they do have um, appointments available for Harmony Barbershop, but I will say they do t they do take walk-ins as well. So if you get there right at the beginning of the park opening and you go straight there, I would definitely um, you know do that if you missed out on booking an appointment. When we were there in February, my daughter, who was 10 at the time, she went in and got a haircut. Uh, and we just walked in that morning and said, hey, do you have an appointment? And they said, yes, we do. And she got a hair. Was it the best haircut of her life? No. <laughs> However, um, it was one of the most fun experiences that we had ever had. The guy that gave her the haircut was great. It was a super fun experience. Okay. And Renee, I know you talked about experiences for the youngest kiddos. One of my most favorite experiences, and I couldn't do this until I was finally at the Magic Kingdom by myself, was the Keys to the Kingdom tour. Um, mainly because one, even if it were for all ages, there's no way I could get my family to agree to a five hour walking tour, um, but, <laughs> two, but two, you have to be 16 years or older. And the reason, and I don't want to give away too much of the magic, but the reason is because you really go behind the scenes. If you were looking for a behind the scenes tour to see how the magic is made, you get to go into the utilidors and you see the underground world of the Disney cast members. And I will say, I was really afraid that this would ruin the magic for me. Mm. And it did not. It honestly just enhanced it. It just made it that much better. Like I was in awe of getting to go backstage and seeing different things. And our tour guide, by the way, was fabulous. I mean, he talked about every experience he has had working as a cast member. And he answered every question we had. Um, but, you know, getting to go backstage, seeing where everything is, seeing where the floats are stored for the Festival of the Fantasy Parade, and they go into, like, all this information and seeing where the cast members get ready. This was amazing. And it's not a ton. Honestly, it's not a ton of walking. It is five hours. It goes by really fast. And I think I took fewer steps in this walking tour than I would if I was walking around with my kids. But oh, it, wow. But it really made you appreciate every single thing that goes into the Magic Kingdom, just from exploring the storefronts on Main Street to seeing how they put the trees in the park so that when you're staring at Adventureland and you turn around, you can't see the castle. So you just wow. feel like you're in Adventureland. Just things that you don't notice if you're running around. It made you stop and give pause and just have a greater appreciation for the storytelling of of Magic Kingdom Park. I love that. We we also have private VIP tours that are available. Uh, we will be having a future podcast on VIP tours where we're going to talk about those in depth, but lots of tour options uh, throughout the parks that are available at Disney World and Disneyland. What the Keys to the Kingdom is on my, my bucket list. It would need to be something, of course, that I'd probably do well, actually, I think my husband would love it. Justin would love it. If it could be like a something that we did together, it's on our list of things that we need to do. Date I was so happy we did it. It was, it was, mm. or I did it. I don't know. I don't know why I yeah. said we. It was just me. But it, <laughs> <laughs> but it was great. It was so, it was so neat. We do have a few enchanting extras for animal lovers. If we wanted to move on, maybe over to Animal Kingdom specifically. Oh, yes. I know what you're getting ready about. to talk about. I know. <laughs> I, I'm kind of excited. Uh, the, 
And actually, this is an experience that Renee and I did together. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the Wild Africa Trek at Animal Kingdom. And there are a few health restrictions for this, um, certain weight that you have to be under um, if you have any uh, health issues. Um, it's definitely something to take in consideration because it is a little strenuous with your walking, but absolutely was worth every single penny. We loved this experience. This was easily hands down one of my favorite things I've ever done at Walt Disney World. Wow. Like it is, I mean, there are some things on my bucket list that I still want to do, like swim with dolphins in Epcot, but, um, (laughs) this one was incredible. I mean, I had read what it was going to entail and it was kind of one of those things that we were there for a work event, Yeah, decided a group of us were going to go and I was like, cool, we'll do it and had no idea. And I'm so glad I did not know absolutely everything we were going to do because from the moment we checked in to the moment we left, I truly felt like a VIP. And if you love Kilimanjaro Safari, this is like next level. I mean, you're getting to see so much behind the scenes and you get very incredible experiences. I mean, walking over crocodiles, like every once in a while. Very legit. Yeah. But it was Disney. So I felt safe, but still, (laughs) but you know, I mean like there's things like we didn't, I I don't remember knowing we were going to be walking over a bridge or crocodiles, but you know, you're in it and you're so into it. The photos you can get, uh, I mean, are incredible. Like, I, I still look back on that. And that was one of the best experiences I've ever done. It was three hours. This is not a short experience, not the five hour experience that Nicole just talked about, but three hours is pretty, is pretty long, um, experience. And yeah, if you love the safari, you're going to get closer to the animals than you could ever get on the safari. You learn so much. Your guides are fantastic. Your pictures are going to be included, which is exciting. The pictures that I have of me over the crocodile bridge, I mean, they're the best. I love my crocodile pictures. They're fantastic. Um, And then it also includes uh, some first class African inspired food. Oh, where they I take forgot about that. That was one. delicious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They take you off. Um, you're in a truck and then they take you off to a part in the safari area that is covered where you can sit and eat. And so we ate with the animals all around and the food was great. If you're picky, there's no chicken fingers. Okay? No. <laughs> so, there's no chicken fingers. It, it what when we had it, we had a um, curry chicken oh, salad that, that I so still good. think about. I still make it. I found the recipe that I had taken. Yeah, it's during really that. good. Yes, hummus, things like that, and so uh, it in, it includes that meal, but absolutely something to add to your list. We loved it. And if you don't feel as adventurous, but you want to still go and like enjoy that experience, they also offer one called Savor the Savannah, and that one is um, a private tour, but you get tapas and drinks and you get to kind of go out. So it's, it's a little less adventure, but same behind the scenes experience. Another one that my family did at Animal Kingdom was the Caring for Giants. It's not quite as long. It was only a 60 minute experience, but we were taken out to where the African elephants live. 
in the safari area and we got really close to the the elephants which was super exciting uh, when we did it there was just a new baby that had been introduced to the savanna we got to see where they lived in the evening times where they went to bed they taught us all about how they take care of them so how the the vets there care for these enormous animals and we also learned a lot about food because I don't know if you've noticed or not, but they hide a lot of food for the animals to find as a part of their enrichment all throughout that elephant area. And so if you notice they're in a tree, well, it's because they've put something in there that's super interesting and they're learning how to get it out of the tree. Um, it was a really, really fun way to get really close to these pretty cool giant animals. And they also have... If you're not into elephants or just want a different experience, there's also Up Close with Rhinos. Have you have either of you done that one? I oh, haven't I have done not. that one. So also 60 Minutes. We're doing it in August. Um, but again, 60 Minutes. So if the three-hour trek isn't for you or, you know, what's nice is you just have to be four years old to do, to do this one. Um, but unlike Caring for Giants, up Close with Rhinos is only offered once per day, and it has become so popular because of the Magic of Animal Kingdom show on Oh, yeah. Plus, yeah, we love that. Which is great. Um, but again, this is something I would say, you know, think ahead in terms of planning. If you want it, maybe do Animal Kingdom later into your stay to get this. Um, but the same. So you meet a guide and you have this guided adventure, and then they take you backstage to meet the rhinos. So just an just another option for you at Animal Kingdom. And if you want to do something that is not in the park um, and you're staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge, they do a really cool option, which is the Starlight Safari. And they take you out um, and you don't have to be a resort guest to book it. And they'll take you out, use night vision goggles, and you can view um, all the animals on their property as well. Um, that one, I believe, is age 10 and up. Um, I will have to fact check that. But that one's a really unique one, too. Um that offers you an option maybe if like on your arrival day or on your resort day, you could work something like that into. Well, we can head over to Epcot, which has some really cool experiences um, from things for kids, things for adults, some adventure options as well. Um, I know one of these, and it's a cool story, and I know Bridget knows the story too. Um, one of our dream designers, does this tradition and they do the pick a pearl and they do it in the Japan pavilion. And it mm -hmm. is the sweetest thing they've done it since their kids were itty bitty and they are planning to keep all the pearls and for their daughter, they're going to use it for her wedding jewelry and for their son, it's a gift for him to give to his wife on their wedding that day. Is so lovely. That is so, so lovely. We're totally stealing Shelly's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Tradition, well, so the, but... but it was closed for so long. Mm -hmm. And, and it so just reopened. They had to go back and buy for the years that they missed it. Yeah. Um, so that they would have a complete set. That's, oh my goodness. But it is, what I like about this is if you're looking to do something sporadic, this, unlike those other enchanting yeah. extras that we mentioned that need to be booked 60 days in advance, yeah. you literally walk in and we were just there the end of June we walked in and waited maybe 15, 20 minutes before they called our group. But I will say, and, it, I, you know, we're in a store that has plush 
candy, everything that like my kids would want. And I just said, do you Mm -hmm. want to walk around until they get close to calling our number? And they're like, no, they were intent on watching everybody pick their oyster, watch the entire presentation, watch the oysters get open, see what pearl was inside, see how big it was, see the color. So they, they actually loved waiting. Yeah. Which is something to say for my kids because they don't love to wait for anything. And I think when you walk into that shop anyways, like the drums and the excitement, it's, it draws you in and it's such a cool thing. Um, We did it with Brandon when he was younger and he brought home a pearl in like this and sometimes like they can set the jewelry for you. It's, it's going to be probably not the most intricate settings, but he has this like clawed double dolphin (laughs) Like, oh, that's what my son made for him. And he gave it to my he gave it to my mom as like a thank you for watching Aww. her dogs. But it was so cute, and she wears that thing with so much pride, and she is so excited. Aww. But it, I look back on those videos and I just crack up because he's so super into it and like counting in Japanese and and the whole thing. Like it's it's a great experience. They do pick a pearl like little kiosk. They used to have a kiosk in Disney Springs, um, but. This experience is very different. The one we're discussing, yeah. it's it is in Epcot, um, in the Japan Pavilion. So it will translate a little differently depending on where you buy them at. I, I keep this in perspective when I say it's fairly inexpensive for mm-hmm. Disney standards. Um, but if it's something you're looking to do, the pearl itself is like twenty dollars. And if you don't want to get it set in jewelry, they'll give you a baggie that you can take home, um, or they even have like a small bottle of sand. So for $6, you can have it put into like a sand bottle. We did get ours put into jewelry, but if you already have an existing chain and you just need the charm, that's fine. Um, But my kiddos loved it. And my son picked the rare blue and silver pearl. So he was like in his glory. Yes, he was so excited. Um, But it is just a fun experience. And again, just something to do when you're walking around the World Showcase and, you know, looking, looking for a little something extra. And I love those tiny little touch things. Like they're, they're experiences that you don't like some of these ones we're talking about, you may not have ever heard of. It's not like a big giant dessert party, which is fun and, you know, or behind the scenes animals or anything like that. But these are little things that are also great souvenirs as well that you can bring home with you and you have something Mm -hmm. tangible as well as the memory. Have any of you done the glass work in Germany? Yes. So we've done it twice. My kids loved it. Um, and it was, and again, as Renee just mentioned, if you're not stopping to look around to see what it is, you may miss it. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, we're always looking for something new to make our trips different. And what I like, the kids have made, so both times my son made a nightlight and then my daughter made a nightlight and a picture frame. So they have different items that you can make. So they give you these glass stones and they give you a template. And then you can make whatever you want out of the stones. And then they also have like thin straight line pieces of glass or they have like decorative ornaments so you can make whatever you'd like. And they have different examples around the store in case for some reason your creative juices just aren't flowing. Um, But, you know, my kids will always make something and then put a little hidden Mickey in their frame. But what's nice is you go, you glue it in. The cast members are so helpful and they're so nice. And we haven't had to wait either time that we did it. Um, and then they will take the glass pieces from you. And then in about two weeks, they mail it back. 
And you're convinced, like when your kids are making it, you're like, this isn't going to be anything. And then it comes back and it's this like a beautiful piece of glass. And it's what the kiddos use for their nightlights. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it's really, yeah, they're really nice. So that was just, again, something that doesn't need to be booked, something that you can do spur of the moment and just a way to sort of, you know, I, Epcot is my favorite park and I Mm -hmm. love walking around the world showcase and doing different things. And I think it's just a really neat way to explore, you know, different cultures and just different, different activities that you can do that. Again, you can decide to do last second. Um, we like the behind the seeds tour. That is something that you do need to book 60 days in advance. But if you love the land pavilion, specifically the ride living with the land, it is a must do. We loved it. It's a one hour tour. You will tour the fish farm that they have there. And then the four greenhouses that make up the land pavilion. We loved it. We learned all about how they grow um, the plants. We learned about hydroponics. We learned so many things. And this, uh, you have to be three and up. And what I loved about it is it was for all ages. They talked about it in a way that was really great for even kids to understand. We loved walking behind the seats. Sometimes when you're riding Living with the Land, you'll see the little tour groups off to the side and you're kind of walking back there behind the scenes. They gave us cucumbers, you know, because a lot of the food that you will eat in Epcot, that is from the Land Pavilion. And so that was a really fun experience for our family. Definitely, if you love this kind of stuff, go for it. It was um we we're really glad that we did it and you can take pictures on this tour right like yeah. This, yeah. this is the one tour where you're allowed to take photos yeah yeah we took some pictures and we learned all about uh growing things in really cool ways and it was it was awesome and we should note that epcot also does some really cool enchanting extras seasonally with their different mm-hmm. um festivals so you know, the food and wine festival, they're going to have some things upcoming as well, some seminars and things like that, that are really cool. Um, One experience that they do year round, which, you know, I I can't not be on the podcast and talk about it, is the La Cava experience, which is the tequila (laughs) tasting. (laughs) Um, I had to work a cocktail in there somehow, but it's really cool. You get to work with a tequila ambassador and they pair different tequilas, um, smoky ones, you know, through the whole palette of very mild to very strong. And they sample them with different type of citrus and chocolates and things like that. So think wine tasting, but just a next level experience with that, Mm -hmm. which I think is so cool. And then of course, I know I mentioned this before, they do have swim with the dolphins at Epcot. Mm -hmm. Um, This is one that I'm pretty sure has been on my bucket list since I saw Full House go to Epcot um, a million years ago. (laughs) But that one I think is is super cool too. And you can like scuba dive inside um, the coral reef aquarium that you see from the restaurant and then also um, the Finding Nemo ride. Well, since you talked about drinks, can we talk about dessert? Yes. Yes. Maybe dessert party experiences. Oh my gosh, totally. Maybe See, look at that segue. We, we're, we're where we need to be right now with Epcot, Magic Kingdom, and even World of Color at uh, Disney's California Adventure Park. You've got lots of choices for dessert party experiences. I love a good dessert party. I feel like it, mm-hmm. it not only like you're already seeing the fireworks, most of them do have reserved seating with them, which I think is yeah. so cool. Um, Cause you're not having to do the hustle and bustle and you get this like extra little, like little v- mini VIP treatment. 
and you get cute little chartreuserie and desserts and mm-hmm. little cocktails and non-cocktails for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say for the adults, um, the the adult cordials are included mm-hmm. in the cost of the dessert package party. I remember the first time that I did a dessert party, I didn't realize that they also would have, the one that we did at least, had um, things that were not sweet. And they had cheeseburger spring roll. <gasps> no way. So, yeah. So it was at it was at the Christmas party one. So they the different events, they have like a one for Mickey's very uh, very merry Christmas party and you could do a dessert party. Well, I walked up there and they just had this huge thing full of cheeseburger spring rolls That's and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is the best day ever." And so, yeah, and so they'll have things that are going to be um, for everyone, but it's a really great way to end your evening. You'd have to what roll I me like, out. <laughs> but don't get me wrong. I always put desserts first, but really what I like about this is that you do get the preferred seating for happily yeah. ever after. So if yeah. you're not about fighting the crowds, they have mm-hmm. a couple of different options. You can either watch the fireworks and then do the desserts. You can do the desserts and then do the fireworks. You either pick your pre or post party or they yeah. have something called seats and treats. So you're mm-hmm. eating your you're eating your sweets while you're watching, um, you know, off from the side. So yeah. if you do either the pre or the post party, you're in that plaza viewing garden area. A cast member will take you over. So you're looking straight on. And what's nice is you're not fighting or bumping anybody. You have what I feel is a decent amount of space between you and the family next to you. So yeah. It's another benefit also of the World of Color Dessert Party, because if anybody's done that um, over at Disney's California Adventure Park, it's a big open area, but you got to get there early to save your spot because you want to be able to see everything. And the dessert party just guarantees that you've got perfect seating for that. I mean, that's an awesome show. And so you want to be able to have really great viewing. So it's a good way to do it. That's my most favorite thing that we did at Disneyland was the World of Color dessert party. Yeah. Yeah. And it's important to note that at World of Color, that one actually has seating with it where Mm -hmm. a lot of the dinner packages with World of Color that you can book, those are going to be standing only. So Mm -hmm. if you want to actually have seating, that's going to be the one to do. And so many of these experiences we've talked about, you know, Disneyland also has a plethora of things. Their holiday Christmas tour is incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, The walk in Walt's footsteps is, I mean, if you're a Disney history buff, that's an incredible one as well to do. And they do have still, you know, bippity boppity and all that good stuff over there too. So I know we're focusing mostly on our, our four, you know, East coast parks, but Disneyland is is just as amazing with with opportunities to do, you know, enchanting extras there too. And I think some of the things, you know, most of what we've talked about today has been at the resort, but it's important to mention some things that you can do, you know, in just the resorts on your arrival, your departure day, your resort day. Um, I know, Bridget, you guys have done Sangria University over at Coronado, Mm -hmm. which is incredible. Um, mm-hmm. The Drawn to Life Cirque du Soleil show is another type of thing you can do in Disney Springs, which is Disney fun. Springs. Winterland, Summerland, Mini Golf. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. even if you're on an adults-only trip, that's a hoot. <laughs> and they got fans mm-hmm. everywhere, which is really great, too. So even if it's – we did it in August when it was, like, baking, and we were super comfortable, and it was such a fun thing. 
to you know to do and Disney just ha- has thought of something for everyone. Mm-hmm. And that wraps up our discussion on enchanting extras at Disney parks. We hope that you've been inspired to add some extra magic to your next Disney vacation. As always, reach out to the dream designers at My Mickey Vacation Travel. If you are ready to plan an upcoming adventure, they have the tips and insider secrets to enhance your Disney experience. And hey, we'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions or want to share your personal experiences with Enchanting Extras at Disney Parks, reach out to us. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you real soon.